Hi, everyone. Welcome to Source Snack Break. Today is Thursday, May 21st. And before we get started, I want to explain a few things about the webinar tool itself. You're all muted automatically, but you have access to the live chat. I see y'all popping in your favorite emoji, so feel free to do that. You can also use the live chat to ask questions or comment. We will make sure we answer any of your questions, so be sure to pop those in. We love answering any of your questions, and so we'll make sure we address those. We'll send you a recording of this after the presentation so you can send this to friends or you can refer back to it later. So today's guest is Stacy with Noel. Um, Stacy, I'm so excited to have you. As you know, I'm a huge fan of Noel, all things Noel. And so if you could give us a little background of yourself and a little bit of history of Noel and then we'll get into it, that would be fabulous. Okay, that sounds good. Wait, can I find out who's on here? I will tell you after. Can I see that? Yeah. Okay. Everybody just, say hey. <laughs> I'm so curious who's yeah. here. And I was just saying that I'm an extreme extrovert and my social like bucket is empty. So I need this. This is perfect. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I have been in the interior design industry in Portland for like 15 years, I want to say something like that. That might be off a little bit. Um, and my background was working in creative tech uh, corporate offices for quite a while. And then I taught at the Art Institute for about five years. And then um, I am now the null rep. So I, my background has been in systems furniture and creative office pretty much my entire career, um, which is a perfect fit for null. So null is... Um, a manufacturing, one of the leading manufacturers of furniture, both residential and commercial furniture. Um, it was started 75 years ago, so there's a very rich history of amazing designs that have changed very, haven't changed at all. Um, some really beautiful classic pieces, those are considered our studio pieces now. Since then, we've evolved and really gotten into the world of um, workplace is a huge part of what we do now and really have amazing research on um, how people work, how we can provide furniture for that. And I think the biggest thing to know if you're not a specifier of office furniture is to understand the kit of parts. Because if you don't understand that, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So the, I say the kit of parts because basically it's like a custom Lego piece for a corporation. The main reason we have it is for providing power and data to employees. So before, when people didn't need to have um, typewriters or computers, they didn't need to plug anything in, a phone in, you just saw images of standalone desks, right? And they didn't have to be connected. Now we need a, a, a core, basically, that pulls up power and data to each of the employees, right? And that can be anything from a 24 inch deep, five foot wide to a cubicle, right? And it's, I always think it's so funny because our tendency has been and probably always will be to say like, this is the solution. And we do the pendulum swing with workstations and will, it's like a, every three to five years, oh no, that's totally out. This is the new way of working. No, 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 this is the new way of working. And the reality is there is not a one size fits all. And I think the reality of us working from home now, we realize that I work yeah. from a lounge chair most of the time because it's the most comfortable spot for me. Um, that's where I do more of my introverted work 
creative work. But if I'm doing more interactive, I'm going to go sit at my dining table. I'm not even sitting at a desk anymore. So it'll be really interesting to see how the furniture evolves and how we also set up our work from home areas versus going into the office. And do we have desking in the office anymore? Do corporations only have meeting areas and collaboration areas? So we're definitely in a very interesting time. I think the biggest, this will be the biggest revolution in office design that our generation will ever experience in life, really. Um, so that's a bit a bit, bit about Knoll. We um, have been acquiring companies. So um, Knoll has very few in-house designs. There are a couple of the classic pieces that are in-house, but mostly we partner with amazing designers who have their own style, their own aesthetic. So what's nice is we have kind of this um, aesthetic and a large product offering. So everything from demountable walls to task chairs, to tables, to mm -hmm. systems furniture, to textiles, all within the Knoll family. Um, and I would say our most successful companies are the ones, our most successful projects are the ones where we partner early on with the client and with the dealer and really get that offering together in a full package and get the discounting all together and the, you know, every, all the products and installation and all that good stuff. Awesome. awesome. Oh, sorry. Do you know what I love about Noel is that Florence Noel, the founder, amazing woman, she really did. She lived to be like a hundred, I want to say, like just recently died. She did. Oh her, birthday, her birthday, I think, is tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow or the next yeah. day. Well, she died. She passed away last year. But she was really, I consider her one of the most influential women in design ever. She's a pioneer for, for women in design, really. She um, was really driven by finding the right solutions. Um, and really, her, her real passion was supporting amazing designers. So she would take industrial designers, furniture designers, allow them to live free in her property, um, there's kind of a large property area. And then it was just like design, make something amazing. And those designs are still Yeah, one of the things today, I love that you continue cool. on is that you that Noel does partner with designers. So to me, the Noel sort of quote unquote mm -hmm. aesthetic is that it's very fluid and it's very now, but it also has a very, like you said, a very rich history of the previous designers who have come before. So she's famous for partnering with Bertoya and a lot of, the womb, the womb chair, that kind of thing. Those iconic pieces you just really, um, really continue to see, and that tradition staying alive in the way that you've um, expanded your line, I think, is really great. One thing I love is that Florence Knoll is famous mm -hmm. for these flat lays, and so she pioneered the. There's a little picture in the bottom left. The ones that you see everywhere on Instagram, Florence mm -hmm. Knoll created those. So next time you lay all your scissors out very precisely, you can just be like, thank you, Florence. So <laughs> that's one of my favorite things about her. She... So let's, um, awesome. let's chat a little bit about yeah. um, how designers should think about specifying furniture, whether it comes to systems furniture or lounge furniture. Can you talk a little bit mm -hmm. about, as a designer, how do you work with your client? Do you need to know who your dealer is? How do you work directly with the manufacturer? Just what does that process look like? I think um, 
someone described this to me uh, and this made a lot of sense to me. So an interior designer's job is, let's say we take, we have a line right here, right? This line is everything you need to know as an interior designer. You need to know lighting. You need to know textiles. You need to know space planning. You need to know sustainability. You need to know everything, right? But there's no way that you can know everything about all of those things. So you need yeah. to know about this much, right? And your yeah. reps know this much in each of those categories. If I was your lighting rep, I would be an awful rep. I know nothing about lighting, right? But I know a ton about furniture. So I think the most successful projects are where you as a designer, you have the vision for the design, you have your space planning, you have your furniture layouts, and then you work directly with the dealer or with the rep or what have you, depending on, we can talk about that in a different conversation about how the projects are structured, but to then lean on your dealer and your rep to really go into all of the product offerings, that there's no way you would know and you shouldn't spend your time trying to resource all of these different options and all of these different textiles. If you have a basic vision and you have some ideas, we can then dig into those details for you on a level that we do every day. So we should be very good at them. And our dealers are amazing at that. Can you explain what the difference between a manufacturer's rep and a dealer is? Like, what is the relationship? Yes. So I work directly for the manufacturer. I work directly for Noel. So my conversations when I'm on, you know, meetings with Noel, I'm hearing from Noel leadership. Okay, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're releasing. Um, here's what the discounting is going to be, that type of thing, right? The dealer actually makes the, the project happen. They That is where the client will do the procuring, right? They are gonna manage the installation. Those are things I'm not involved with. I might be side by side with them and kind of assisting them, but I'm always going back to the factory and getting that information, that line of information. Okay, we need this special to happen. How do I get this special from Noel to the dealer to make the deal happen? So I'm kind of a conduit between the manufacturer Total and sense. the dealer. And so sense. one thing I hear a lot of sort of murmured about is designers will talk about when you're specifying office furniture, especially desking, is to not forget about the creep. Can you explain what the creep is? <laughs> yes. Totally. So the creep is the panel width. So a panel width, um, depending on what system you're specifying, um, it can be two and a half to five feet, five inches, sorry, two and a half to five inches, depending on what panel system you're going with. So if we look at a floor plan, right, and we've got 10 rows of workstations, just throwing that out there, we've got 10 rows of that two to five and a half inches, right? Five and a half inches times 10 is quite a bit. So back in the day people would oftentimes just put a square in their floor plan or their block plan and they wouldn't account for that thickness and that thickness when you add 10 of them then makes it to where what you think you have for a clearance doesn't end up because it is creeped up on you it's creeped up on you yeah absolutely fabulous um so can you talk about the custom options with all of your products? And um, cause I know you have a ton of them and it's one of those things that designers, I think sometimes we don't realize is that there's a, there's a lot of options out there and that working with you is a way to discover all of those mm -hmm. different ways to make a, a product really feel um, personal for the project. Totally. Um, there are a ton of special, I mean, almost every project we work on has specials. 
So we might have a typical that we're gonna use, but it doesn't fit in all areas. So the dealer works specifically with our, um, with our manufacturing site to request a special, um, and then they, they get approval back on if that's something that we will approve or not. And sometimes we can't because it doesn't, it's not the right solution, it doesn't support that. Sometimes it's too expensive, that type of thing. So, but yeah, I mean, we basically can not do anything, but we have a lot of flexibility in what How we do. How long does it take if, um, sorry, I'm gonna turn this off again. How long if out a, a piece of furniture and they want to do a different textile from maybe a different company, how long does that process of like making sure that textile is appropriate for that chair, um, how, how long does that process take? How long should a designer count on, sort of build that into their process? That's a good question. And that okay. is something that the dealer would manage. So I wouldn't manage that. That would be more of a dealer question. Um, but if you think about it, you've got the manufacturing site, wherever the, the pieces being manufactured, right? And then the fabric has to be, right. it might need to be approved first, right? So it's going to have to go through an approval process. Then the fabric uh, purchased, then shipped to the manufacturing site, assembled, and then sent to the delivery site. So it can be quite a long process. Um, some of our products are, um, we purchased a company called Muto for some of our ancillary pieces. So some of those are still made overseas. So that pro process then becomes doubly you know, exponential because of where it's manufactured. So there's no one answer for that. Okay. Um, but it does add quite a bit. That makes sense. Uh, if it's not. Okay. Approved. So Alice yeah. got a question here. Is Noel experiencing any production or shipping delays due to COVID? Um, have the lead times changed? We, all of our manufacturing sites are up and running. Um, we don't really have delays because of it. No. Um, it is. It, it, our our factories did get shut down for yeah, a short amount of time. And so it was can you talk scary. about like if there's one thing you yeah. wish designers would know about specifying furniture, like or one one mistake we always make? What like help us be better furniture specifiers? What is one takeaway we can we can have as designers? Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to give you more than one. Um, <laughs> I think one, and this is may not be true for everyone, but this is true for me. I think as a rep, I want to be included as soon as possible. And as a rep, I know that me being included early on doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to get the project or my product is not going to be necessarily what gets picked. But when you use your reps early on without that, just get that out of your head because we do every rep I know wants to help. So the sooner you can reach out and be like, hey, thinking about doing this, can you just get your eyes on it? And like, do you have any thoughts? Because we see it every day. So we do oftentimes have thoughts or opinions on things. Um, so that would be one. Um, I would also say there's a really fine line in the office world when we're talking about like workstations and how people work. There's a really fine line of having too many parts and pieces and then also one blanket approach for how everyone works. And there's somewhere in the middle there where you kind of can fit all work styles without having an inventory that's out of control that down the road, your facilities team is going to absolutely hate you. You know, so I think getting that balance right is important for not just 
the order entry, but also the long-term success of that, that product offering. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, so if you have any questions for Stacy, you can reach out to her on the source website. You can order samples. We have all of Null Textiles on our website. Designers, do you have any more questions for Stacy while she's here? She knows so much. Um, but I just want to let you know, designers, if you're interested, you can register for another snack break. We've got the ones for next week live now. I hope to see you again soon. Stacy. it was so great to see you. I hope we can come out of our homes shortly and start. Yes, of course. I know, me too. Wait, can I say two things? One, um, our website is really awesome. It's got like all of the Revit, all of the planning, all of the images. So definitely start to navigate on there. Um, and if you need help, I will let's set up a Zoom call. I'm dying for them and I will help you navigate it. And then two, we have no Neocon this year, obviously. Um, and so we are doing virtual oh, trainings good. on June 9th and 10th. If, yeah, if hopefully designers should participate there. in that. So. Yeah. All right, oh, thanks so much, Stacey. Yeah. We'll see ya. Thank you. Bye.